Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Monster Dare Monster, a podcast exploring monsters from their humble folkloric beginnings to reimaginings in a modern age. I am your host uh, for this week, Leonard, joined by my lovely stalwart companion, Cameron. <laughs> Hello. And this is a an <laughs> unplanned monster, dear monster. Mm. Why is Leonard this way? Special <laughs> because today we will be covering a, a personal favorite film of mine from my childhood, Walt mm. Disney's 1985 classic, Return to mm -hmm. Oz. Yes. Stop. Oh man, this, this is good. <laughs> um, uh, we are also Daveless. We are. Uh, the rudders are off. Uh, this is this is Monster Dear Monster After Dark. Yes. Edition. <laughs> um, a, 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 a tornado came and lifted Dave's house from from very very carefully. Dave's house has been lifted very carefully. Yes. All its contents are still in boxes. Yes. Um, and is currently transporting it somewhere across central. USA, I think. I don't remember where Dave lives. <laughs> lives somewhere, somewhere over in that big country of yours. <laughs> yeah, yes, the, the, the gigantic, massive land that we inhabit. Um, mm. <laughs> yes, um, and and be, and because of that, because because um, um, Return to Oz refuses to be ignored we will actually be foregoing our uh, our customary slavic creature of the week because um mm. return to oz is a particular film a that requires <laughs> a great deal of unpacking and so this mm. is a full episode devoted to return to oz a film which up until the up until this point uh, i do believe you cameron had never seen before yep yep i watched this uh today after after waking up pretty early thanks to my cat and after doing some work in the morning and hanging out with a friend and being high energy social as i Cool, it's time to watch the movie. This should be fun. This is relaxing. This is this is Oz. You know, Wizard of Oz, I don't know why Leonard picked a G rated thing. Oh god. Uh, uh. Um and it went on from there. Uh I had I had a time with this. This was I, I think I was in a good state for it, but man, this was not what I was expecting when I saw you had recommended Return to Oz. I was like, how bad could it be? It it, it could be wicked. <laughs> but like or or it could just be the wizard of oz uh part du yeah. uh, and instead it was it was something else entirely <laughs> yes 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 it is uh i would be remiss if i didn't give a little background mm. on this film yes. uh yes Go. return to oz is a 1985 british american horror fantasy film created yeah. and yep. written by walter murch a uh, very famous uh, Hollywood editor who has worked on films 
such as uh, The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, The Godfather Part mm-hmm. 3. Um, this, in fact, is uh, Walter Murch's only uh, directorial outing. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and to be perfectly fair, uh, Return to Oz was made because, uh, once upon a time, as Disney liked to do, Disney bought up, uh, the rights to, uh, the re- remaining, uh, uh, Frank L. Baum, uh, Oz books, uh, movie options. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. in order to maintain those rights in the 80s, they needed to make a movie. So, Walton Murch approached mm. them and suggested that he make another one, and it was greenlit. Um, the production, <laughs> unfortunately, fell behind schedule uh, during yep. uh, filming. Uh, uh, Murch was, uh, March was fired from the film temporarily. <laughs> and uh later reinstated after uh some friends of his such as Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas Ooh. came to bat wow. for him <laughs> okay um, <laughs> it is yeah uh it, it's 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 wild it's uh it's mm. really 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 mm. weird um so uh, this movie did not do well. I believe it was no. like a $28.3 million budget in 1985 mm-hmm. with a yeah. box, uh, an American box office return of $11.1 million because, yep. um, yep. <laughs> because too scary. We'll get into that. Yes. It's not too scary. Mm. Those people are cowards <laughs> and losers, mm. and I am the proof that this movie was not too scary. <laughs> for mm, yeah, Planet survived it. Anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and it is a uh, charming, lavish, really um, ambitious uh, film project. Mm. Uh, there, oh, yeah. there are, uh, there's, uh, stop motion animation, uh, mm. by Will Vinton mm. Studios. Uh, most of you, most of you, I, wow, I was going to, I was, Cameron, I was going to make a Californian yes. Raisins reference as a point of reference <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2020 and, and, and actually say to the audience listening and uh, Will Vinton Studios, who you may remember, uh, d- created the California Raisins because pe- I really mm. expect people to remember the California Raisins <laughs> in, in 2020. Um, Look, it's been a year. It's it's been, <laughs> it's been a year. Yes. Um, we have we have puppets and animatronics made by the Jim Henson mm. Workshop. Um, ah, uh, which, I knew that was so good for a reason. Yeah, there's a very good reason why they they uh, they uh, look so so good. In fact, um, uh, uh, a character, uh, a very prominent character, is voiced by. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the son of Jim and Linda Henson. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, uh, this uh, is is a great, uh, great movie. Oh, yes, Gene March. Gene March. Hey, mm. you want you want you want a follow up for your your Wicked <laughs> Witch of the West? How about you just yep. get the evil sorceress from Willow to play the mm. new evil witch? <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Very famous British actress has been in, I believe, in a number of, of the older 70s, 80s Doctor Who. Uh, uh, mm, um, yeah. Yes. Uh, she is, um, uh, one of my, We'll get into it, but she has, but she, she does in fact don two of my favorite outfits in cinema history in, yes. in this yes. movie. Um, but, um, yes, I think it is. Oh, yes. And most importantly, uh, in mm. the role of Dorothy Gale, we have one Feruza Balk, whom you might remember from Films such as The Craft and American <laughs> History X, uh, playing Dorothy Gale yeah. in oh, her wow. in her film debut. This is Feruza mm. Balt's first film ever. Yep. playing yep. Dorothy, and it wow. is it is great. Um, yeah. So yes, let's let's unpack <laughs> Return to Oz because mm, I. Mm-hmm. Movie, movie in 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 stills joy within the husk that I call <laughs> me. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, so, Cameron, I I really I, yes. I I I even though I'm hosting this episode, I really want to get mm. your perspective at, from from a first time viewer of this film. Um, yeah. So yeah. so let's let's get into it because I'm. I'm Alrighty. super interested. <laughs> so, uh, this is obviously a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Um, and as mentioned earlier on, this is a horror fantasy sequel. So we start getting a little more real immediately in this. Um, Dorothy, it's six months later. She still can't sleep through the night. She's still going on and on about the wonderful creatures and friends she met in Oz. Um, and her aunt and uncle are not very fond of this. There's a lot of trouble happening in the family's work, mostly because their house disappeared during a tornado, which, fair enough, um, God, having two mortgages in 1899, I would assume is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> Going from zero to two because of a, because of a natural yeah. disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out one thing. Like, I think this mm. is the thing that really just like sets the tone, which is Dorothy hasn't been sleeping. So she has like the darkest, like baggiest, mm insomnia eyes i have ever seen on a child um Mm. and that is like your tone setter for this ain't your your parents wizard of oz kids yep 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 uh she's she's a shooting star one night when she's trying to sleep past 1 a.m um and then the next morning she's harassing one of the chickens who's refusing to lay and she doesn't want the chicken to be eaten when she finds or more accurately the chicken finds a key hidden in the dirt uh, with, with what I, what I personally interpret as like a cancel or stop symbol brought <laughs> into it, but I guess, I guess could be interpreted as an Oz, uh, it's a, the circle with the dash through it. So you can go O Z with it. Um, or Z 
Big pun, this is America. Um, um. I, 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 I must I must stop you right there, Cameron, because yeah. because this mm. chicken is an important character and must yes. be named. This is a Belinda, yes. the the, yeah. the the now infertile old hen who is constantly yes. being threatened to be stewed because she has stopped yeah. laying eggs. This yeah. the, this chicken <laughs> and this chicken's name is important because this chicken. Yeah. Character is central to the plot of this film. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the, we get we get a poultry ex machina at some point. Uh, <laughs> we we get we, well foreshadowed. We one. we get we get we get Chekhov's chicken. Yeah, Chekhov's chicken. <laughs> oh god, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, we get Chekhov's chicken with Belita. Um, now obviously Dorothy's very excited about this. Rushes show her aunt and uncle who for whom. This is the final straw, you know. Her aunt is doing all the work. Dorothy's not able to work properly because she's tired as hell from not sleeping at night. Her uncle uh, broke his leg in the tornado, apparently, um, and it's still not healed properly. Six months later, he's got a bum leg, so he's just hanging out on the half-finished porch under a blanket all day. Even though... Um, even, not doing any work. Even though um, <laughs> uh, Aunt M just says his leg's fine. He's just kind yeah. of a broken man because his yeah. entire life's been destroyed. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and this is this is the final straw for them as they <laughs> decide to send Dorothy off for electrotherapy, a wonder of the new age, uh-huh. which that's the point in this film where I went, oh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're really going to tie a kid down and just hook them up to a generator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. And M takes Dorothy away from, uh, from their small town. And I just want to say like, Mm. Oh my god, it's so, it's so depressing. It is so desolate. Mm. The, like, this is like Great Depression Dust Bowl levels of, Mm. like, ruined lives as they drive their cart through the remnants Mm. of their town and people are living in tents. Like, their house is mm. literally half-finished and it's uh, one of my favorite map paintings where it's literally just like this half really nice looking house <laughs> and then just this skeleton frame <laughs> of a house that they've yeah. been living in for like six months oh yeah there, there's like two and a half buildings left in this entire town yeah and and, and it's it, like it's it uh, like all of the shots it's shot really well to this travel mm. montage mm. like it's absolutely it's it it, it uh, first and foremost this is a really really pretty beautiful well shot uh film we'll get into um uh, a sequence of well uh numerous sequences in in a space uh that i can't believe mm. they managed to film without capturing the camera in in it mm. um yeah but yeah oh man they uh yeah at m is like yep got man love love <laughs> my niece but this Oz stuff has to stop. So listen, doctors know it's 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 like the edge of the twentieth century. Doctors know what they're doing. Yeah, we'll just oh yeah, we'll just take you and and you'll be <laughs> fine. Yeah, listen the 
All your problems are caused by bad brain currents, bad brain electricity after you hit your head in the tornado. So we're just going to give you a little more electricity and just siphon away those bad thoughts and it'll all be fine. Um, this is how science is done. Yes. Uh, and the uh, <laughs> and the doctor is uh, one Dr. Worley. Um, mm. uh, uh uh, played by uh, what Nickel uh, Williamson, who is who is fantastic in his his dual roles in this film, uh, but we'll get to that. And yeah. so mm, this is one of the so one of the things about <laughs> um, uh, this film that really sticks with me, even after, uh, especially after reviewing it, which is the. Mm. Um, Dr. Williamson's a bad guy, but he isn't oh, yeah. mustache twirlingly evil. He no. He he's done some pretty questionable things, <laughs> but he actually yes. believes in the science, mm. I think. Yeah. So yeah. it it's, Yeah, I get that vibe too. So it's it's not vibe. like like oh, ah, your dog bit me, so I'm gonna have it murdered. Uh <laughs> it's it's listen. It's like 1899. We're trying to do the best that yeah. we can. I'm trying to cure your your niece's mental illness. Yes, but the only way I know how is by putting her in the electric uh, electric uh, stretcher. Um, and also, I really love the. <laughs> I really love that he's got the machine there. He's got the electroshock mm. machine, and he tries yeah. to like. He like tries to kid friendly it up. He's like, look at these, look at these dials. That's his; those are his eyes, and this must be his nose. And look, this volt regulator that I'm cranking—that's it. That's his tongue. Just his mouth and tongue. I'm just like, "Mm." all right. Oh my god. Um, Yeah, but yes, yeah, it's a time. Yes, Uh, but and Dorothy just explains what happened. Oh, I love that. I love so so this this movie skews significantly closer to the actual Oz books um, than Mm. than the MGM Judy Garland uh, film did. So I like that when the scene where uh, Dorothy is talking about Oz, she's just like, yeah, and the Tin Woodsman, like, he cut off his leg, so he just replaced it with tin. And then a witch enchanted yeah. his hacks, and he just started cutting off body parts and replacing <laughs> him with tin. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. that's right. I forgot. Oz is really kind the of... The real backstory. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Oz is actually kind of really messed up and really terrible. <laughs> I can understand. Oh, yeah. I can understand why your aunt and uncle are concerned for your mental health <laughs> if you're telling them the straight-up Oz yeah. stories. <laughs> When I was taken away in the tornado, the first thing I did was murder a woman by dropping a <coughs> on her. It only got worse from there, aunt and uncle. Are you listening? <laughs> uh, um, but yes, so Dorothy is left at the... It's, essentially, it's a sanatorium. It's a mental asylum kind of thing. Yes. Uh, they're just trying whatever they can at this point. Um, she has... A brief uh, and what I would call somewhat authoritarian interaction with the head nurse who just takes her to her room and says, wait here, you don't need your pale lunch, we'll feed you here, obviously. We we do not abuse our patients. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah, um, this, uh, <laughs> and this is Nurse Wilson in the... 
one of my favorite uh cinema costuming outfits of all time. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's and so perfect for the character. <laughs> this it this it is this long mm. dress with these devil horn shoulder pads, big shoulder yes. pads to th- to threaten the other evil <laughs> nurses. Yep, the, yep. The, ah. the high nurse grows the largest yes. shoulder pads. <laughs> and it's got sound design incorporated too, because at one point, you know, she's off down the corridor and you just hear it sweeping along. Yes. Like behind her, it's like this menacing noise of her slowly getting farther away and then slowly getting closer. And there's like, <laughs> there's like, uh, like buckles on the front of it. It's, mm. it's real. like it's evocative of the Wicked Witch's uh, outfit from yes. the original Wizard yes. of Oz, but it also just has this, there is a, there is a very subtle layer of 80s-ness over this film, yeah. even though it is yeah, ostensibly yeah. a period piece, um, mm. it there like her outfit is is exquisite, and every single time I see it, I'm just like, can't somebody steal this for like right now? I bet this would look really good right now. Somebody should steal this oh, outfit yeah. and use it for something. Oh, yeah. That, hey, that that's a 2020 pandemic look. If that's <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, we are also introduced to the uh, highly unpleasant sound cue that will uh, mm. will resonate throughout the entire rest of the film, which is the sound of squeaky hospital gurney wheels. Yep, don't like that. Um, Not a fan of that noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you played, if you played enough Silent Hill games, you know that 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 is that is the That's the bad sound. That is the the, <laughs> the 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 danger sound. That is the evacuate the premises noise. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, and while Dorothy is waiting, she is. Um, I really like when she turns on the light because she's never seen mm. an electric light in her life. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually really good too. And then that must be like magic, g- g- <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, um, we're already in Oz. Yes, and we're uh, we're introduced to uh, a mysterious girl who, a uh, mysterious yes. blonde girl who enters Dorothy's room with a tiny little mm. jack o' lantern. Uh, yeah, so and explains because uh, surprise, this is also kind of a Halloween movie <laughs> mm. <laughs> that uh, that that uh, it will be Halloween soon, and that she'll come back to check in check in on Dorothy, um, and leaves yeah. the pumpkin there. Uh, I um, can we just take a moment to talk about how. Uh, really charming and great Feruza Balk is as Dorothy in mm. in this film. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's really good. She's got like it. It's not innocence. It's more like it's that that's that sort of mix of curiosity and just acceptance of the situation. Yes, I guess. like she's kind of interested in what's going on, but you know, my aunt told me to stay here and do what they said, so I'm going to do that because I'm. You know, I'm a young child in 1899. What else am I going to do, I guess? Yeah. Uh, 
um, and and also the character of Dorothy in this film, in my opinion, has mm. significantly more agency and and, mm. and more decision making than yeah. um, than the you know the MGM uh, Wizard of Oz Dorothy because mm. things just kind of happen to that Dorothy, and this Dorothy mm. resolves to make things happen. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely a much better character in terms of just overall the story going forward, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, um, yeah. So she uh, she encounters this mysterious girl, and then it's her turn in the in the electrotherapy chamber. Yes, and um, and a storm has blown blown in a storm that emits yep. uh, green tinted lightning. Wink, wink. Because of course it does. <laughs> God. Um, and then we get the one of the most menacing parts of the movie for me, which is Nurse Wilson opening the door and saying, "Would you care to go for a ride, Dorothy?" <laughs> yep. I'm <laughs> like, mm. again, red flag, red flag. Yep. Why do they keep putting those up here? <laughs> uh, and they put her on the gurney and strap her down. And I love that Dorothy's like, "Hey, why are you why are you strapping me down?" And Nurse Nurse Wilson <laughs> says, "So you don't fall off." And Dorothy just matter of factly says, <laughs> "Well, I rode on the buggy all the way here and didn't fall off." And I'm like, "Ah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Man, Dorothy Children. just dunking on people already in this film." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. Um. So yes, uh, we get the very we get the very spooky headset uh, to be placed upon the ears because clearly the way to fix a child is just to run a few thousand volts straight through the head. It's fine; nothing will ever go wrong with this. Um, and just as the uh, as the main switch is about to be switched on properly, uh, the power blows. Yes, because it's eighteen ninety nine. They haven't figured out safe wiring yet. Yeah, no, there wasn't a blessing th- and a curse. There wasn't a surge <laughs> protector for your your electroshock therapy machines back then. God, just, I just just pan down, and it's just like a three pr- yeah. like a three prong cord plugged into a power yeah. strip that's plugged into another power strip mm. and i'm just like oh well yeah. that's your problem problem doctor mm. <laughs> <laughs> um uh and so everyone everyone uh as as in all the adults the assistants the nurse uh the doctor all rush off to go deal with the power and other problems uh, arising from sudden lacks of power and the mysterious girl appears to free dorothy because there's also horrible screaming going on, which is the damaged patients <laughs> that they locked in the cellar. Yep. <laughs> um, you can't. God, this movie is very dark. You <laughs> cannot convince me that American McGee did not watch this movie and just say, "Hey, I bet mm. I could do that with Alice in Wonderland." Oh, absolutely. There, there, there are far too many thematic similarities between Return to Oz (laughs) and American (laughs) McGee's Alice for me to, to, to comfortably say, I 100% believe that this movie influenced that game. Oh, yeah. No, that, that pans out to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, and so it's off to run away uh, through the mental asylum, and they almost get out. They get straight down into the lobby when Nurse Wilson finds them both uh, and chases them out into the storm. Uh, we get a very menacing chase with flashlights, which, again, to Dorothy must be very weird yeah. uh, to see. Because, <laughs> again, haven't, hasn't seen much of electricity before. A portable little torch that shines a bright beam, that's a weird thing again. Um 
running out through the through the rain, uh, the other girl slips, falls straight down into a flooding river. Yep. Because this is an awful place to live. You've got tornadoes, you've got floods. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and Dorothy attempts to save her. Then when the nurse gets too close, Dorothy turns around, very deliberately lifts up her petticoat and just jumps <laughs> yep. into the flooding river. <laughs> Um, once again, is preferable. Th- this is, this is another <laughs> scene where I'm like, there's some like ambiguity, like, yes, she doesn't want them running away, but Dorothy herself explicitly hasn't seen <clears throat> anything. Like yeah. we as the audience oh, yeah, know absolutely. that the electroshock is, is a bad but mm, for mm. from Dorothy's perspective, like other than being told about the patients, nothing seems off. So yes, yeah. it, the chase. May- I mean, it's scary. Yes, but it's just scary and not absolutely threatening. Because yeah. when Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy, and the girl uh, end up in the river, uh, Nurse Wilson seemingly attempts to save them. Like she, she mm. doesn't oh, yeah. want them hurt. Uh, she she just no. wants them to come back to the horrible asylum that she works at. Yeah, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to strap you down and electro and electrocute you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to. Imp- uh, I just want to imprison you, which I suppose is kind of thematically re- relevant for her character mm. later on. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, it works out. Uh, Dorothy, uh, they, 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 they are washed down the river uh, and mm. manage to grab, like, a box. Um, the girl... Uh, it's a, specifically, it's a chicken crate. Yes. Uh, chicken coop, yeah. The girl uh, submerges and disappears, and Dorothy breaks through the side of the coop, and uh, crawls into it and is um, swept across the ocean. I love that they actually yep. visualize that. From I, hey, I have a real quick question for you, Lenny. <laughs> uh-huh. Is Ka- is Kansas a landlocked state? It sure is. <laughs> cool. Just double checking because I was pretty sure that was the case. Yep. <laughs> um. Cool. 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 <laughs> and uh, um, when Dorothy awakens, she's in uh, a, a a a a puddle. Is it? It's no, not. It's not. A, it's it. not an ocean. It's a. It's a puddle. And and mm. we are in, oh, man. and we are then introduced to one of the best, uh, the best new additions because this Return to Oz has a a entirely new cast of weird weird characters that Dorothy pals around mm-hmm. with, and we are introduced yep. immediately to the best one, Cameron. Will you <laughs> tell me who yes. Dorothy's companion for this adventure is? So, Belinda the Chicken is Dorothy's stalwart companion throughout this story, and holy shit, uh, when I when I saw this uh, reveal of the puppet for this character, I was really shocked, because A, I didn't know Jim Henson's shoes was behind it, but um, B, this part of me is still not convinced they did not, like, just somehow learn to manipulate a live chicken perfectly. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a puppet that is... So realistic that the only thing that gives it away is the fact that it moves like a puppet. Yes. That is literally the only thing. Like, the slight sharpness to some of the movements is the only thing. It blinks. It has that third eyelid. Yep. 
Um, it looks it looks alive, <laughs> like the, the the little the waddle and the crest are like they have blood in them. That they they're all puffed up like they normally would be in the sun. Her skin goes pale occasionally and is sometimes more red. As again, the 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 chickens, chickens. Are, I, I had chickens. I know a lot of things about chickens. I'm someone who's had chickens for like ten years. This is a this is just a live ass chicken. It's not a puppet. I'm so confused by this puppet. <laughs> it's incredibly good. <laughs> like we we did this in 1985, and yet we had the the thing prequel with terrible CGI. I'm still confused. Um, <laughs> uh, and and Belinda is the sassy, wise cracking, mm. talking yes. chicken companion. Yes, you heard me correctly. Oh man. She's so good. <laughs> um, she is really fantastic, and I actually really love mm. that they set this up, because when Dorothy's talking about Oz, she also tells the doctor, she's like, yeah, by the way, mm. all animals can just talk in Oz, so by virtue of yeah. being in Oz, you you chicken, you old chicken <laughs> who we threatened to murder, uh, now, mm. now, now have speech and agency, and you can tell us what you think, and you think everything kind of stinks. <laughs> Yeah, that's a chicken. That pants out. Um, and then uh, we we are introduced to the the first threat, uh, a, a bizarre, ever looming yes. threat that is that is just introduced in this film, and I thought was yep. complete nonsense until I discovered that in fact it was a real thing from Oz, the Deadly Desert, which is yes. a a seemingly endless desert that surrounds Oz, which is the most nightmarish concept I've, I've, oh, ever, yeah. um, I've ever thought about, <laughs> um, which is, hey, guess what? Did you step in the deadly desert? Um, you're dead now. You're just, you're... Yeah, you, it, you, you are turned into sand and become part of the desert. Um, immediately. And I love... Which is, and I love, I love that it is just like a hard cut to the binome. It is like it is mm. like a Minecraft mm. map where there's yes. one patch green <laughs> and the rest is just sand and it is delineated yep. by like a yep. just a straight line of this good, mm. this bad. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew I had bought into this film when Dorothy began picked up Belinda and then started jumping across <coughs> rocks to get into Oz proper and there there was genuine tension in my heart. I was like, oh god, she's gonna drop that chicken <laughs> immediately. <laughs> that chicken's gonna get snapped. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, they they successfully make it make it into Oz, uh, Dorothy. Uh, and then are immediately we are immediately introduced to um one of my favorite visual effects of all time. Uh we are introduced uh to the gnomes. Cameron. Yes. Oh my god, these are cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. what um, what is how are the gnomes represented in this film? So they're they're sort of I'm not a hundred percent sure how they did this effect actually, but basically on rocks, the rock crevices shift around to show like eyes and the rest of the face and things. I think part of me thinks is they've just redrawn over the plate or something, or maybe this is stop motion. Yeah. Um. I I know that I know the gnome king is stop motion. Yes. But uh, the gnomes themselves, yeah, it and they look so good. They look. 
they're, they're very definitely not real. They're very definitely a filmic effect, but they fit so perfectly with the whole film. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yes, the gnomes in this film are, are, uh, basically rock elementals that can shift mm. and travel through stone. So they are yeah. represented, uh, by, uh, uh, th- th- once again, it is a fantastic effect where a face just appears on a rock. Um, and mm. then, uh, the gnome immediately travels to, uh, whom we could, uh, an unknown character and informs him yes. that Dorothy Gale has arrived and the, the gnome face in the wall. Uh, once again, Will Vinton, uh, claymation is, is so good mm, it looks yes. it like it be, like the way that it's been it's been carved it looks like mm. um pieces of slate like there are yes, like hard yes. right angles and like mm. like like and it's just it's, animated it's so so, so well <laughs> and he also informs that uh he informs oh yes this is uh the gnome says that he's reporting to his king and informs the gnome king mm. that Dorothy Gale has returned and that she has a chicken with her a chicken which with her does not please the gnome <laughs> king whatsoever yeah. <laughs> uh uh, dumbest plot point. For sure, make it work. No, make it work no, to get the chicken. No, this is so. <laughs> this this was something that I I was like, man, I kind of wish like somebody had just kind of made a series of Wizard of Oz movies of any capacity, mm. just because I'm I am now in love with the idea that Dorothy Gale will. Uh, can now just murder people in the most innocuous yep. way humanly possible. Yep. And I think that that would be a really good thing to go with for <laughs> a series of Oz movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy finds a lunch pail tree, which is charming. Yes. It is, it is yes, absolutely. I love the lunch pail tree. It is absolutely <laughs> charming. Lunch pails grow like apples. Their leaves are napkins. The inside <laughs> looks like a piece of fruit ham and has a ham yeah. sandwich in it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The, this is again one of those super super child fantasy thing. Imagine if your lunch grew on a tree, and it's so good. Yep. <laughs> and so uh, Dorothy and Belinda uh, 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 embark to. Uh, find out what is going on in Oz because something seems amiss. Mm. Uh, Dorothy was convinced yes. when she saw the shooting star that her friends were calling for her help. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and she has now returned to Oz. And as she travels through the woods, she happens upon her old house in the middle mm. of the forest. Now, yeah. Now I know what you're thinking. If you're going mm. off of off of the original Wizard of Oz, there should be a town here, a town full of munchkins, mm. but nope, it yep. is just an overgrown forest that has completely engulfed uh Dorothy's house. Uh she shows mm. Belinda her old bedroom before uh yeah. before glancing over and discovering the completely and utterly raised yellow brick road. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh this is the Wizard of Oz 
if it went through the Last of Us treatment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and I love that Belinda's like, why are you so upset? It's just a pile of yellow bricks. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yes, chicken. Because uh, no, you have absolutely no emotional attachment or context for yeah. any of this. So, yeah. Exactly. It does seem really <laughs> silly that she's crying over this pile mm. of yellow bricks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Dorothy once again follows the yellow brick road, and the entire journey of the Wizard of Oz is done in about two minutes. Yes. Uh, she reaches the Emerald City. Uh, and again, it's gotten the last of its treatment. It's half torn down. It's overgrown. Uh, it's filled with statues. Yes. Um, and it seems basically everyone alive has turned to stone. Uh, they find the Tin Man. They find the Cowardly Lion. Um, find some some headless stone dancers and then we get the worst thing <laughs> um i think that exists because now i have a perpetual fear of this uh which is imagine if you took uh took uh, one of those very obnoxious bicyclists <laughs> and you said your punishment for your sins is that i've replaced your hands and feet with bicycle wheels and you are forced to forever skate along in a hunched over position and your bicycle helmet has a terrible mask on top of it uh, but even worse, your face is still just in the bicycle helmet, so you can look up and yell at people. Um, the wheelers are terrible, and I hate them because they're great. <laughs> These things are a menace. <laughs> um, uh, so I love the wheelers because they're the. Uh, so I just want to go back to to the Emerald City really quick. Um, oh, the yeah, Emerald yeah, yeah, City uh, couches in a lot of World War II uh, iconography, I think, because it mm. literally looks like it has been bombed like London during World War mm. II. Um, yeah. There's there's graffiti that just says, beware the wheelers. And I'm like, man, wheelers? Yeah. I'm like, man, that's that's 80s. And then you see the wheelers yeah. and you're like, yeah, that's the 80s. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's that Gary Wheelers open inside. That's that Gary <laughs> Newman, Klaus Naomi nonsense. Look at that mm. pump, that punk uh, face makeup that they're wearing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, tufts of pink and blue hair everywhere. And yes, <laughs> and they are awful, awful nightmarish que- creatures. That all, all, every single one of their wheels makes that squeaky mm-hmm. wheel noise. They yep, also yep. they also screech like squeaky wheels, like as yeah. a signal to call other ones. Like these, yeah. the wheelers are essentially Silent Hill monsters before Silent Hill. Yeah, it's Silent Hill monsters if Silent Hill really invested in bright colors <coughs> every now and again. <laughs> yeah, they are. They like they, mad. They are really mm. awful, and I really like that because these are these are actors wearing like prosthetics. That their arms mm. and legs are also unnaturally long too. Yeah, they actually uh, they remind me of um, Mad Max Fury Road. The uh, the stilt people. Oh yeah, except they just have wheels instead of stilts. Yep, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um and they uh oh. they chase Dorothy and they're like you've mm. sto- you've stolen by you've stolen from the gnome king the, the, isn't yeah. isn't that a, a lunch pail that you stole from him isn't that a chicken <laughs> don't you know chickens are illegal in Oz <laughs> yeah oh just just again it seems like a totally random piece of nonsense they're just throwing out there. That was so good. Yeah. Like, again, 
confronted with absolute insanity, honestly, between these creatures and everything they're saying. Um, Dorothy does the only reasonable thing, finds a small chink in a wall and remembers the key she got at the start of the movie. Uh, and very quickly unlocks a secret passage to, within which to uh, which within which to hide, um, and then we meet uh, a very good a very good round friend named TikTok. TikTok is best boy. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. He's just he's just a round sort of bronze. I'm gonna go with brass. Either bronze um, or si- copper shaped friend. Yeah, coppery maybe. Yeah, sort of. Uh, He's a wind-up soldier. He is the army of Oz. Yes, by himself, just just him. Yes. Um. So he has three. He has three uh keys that you can turn. One is for thinking. One is for speaking. One is for acting. Uh, he needs all three to be powered up to be like fully operational. Um. And from him, we get the very tragic backstory of uh, the scarecrow locked him away in here, uh, for when Dorothy came back and uh. Basically, he, you know, uh, things started going bad. There was no one left to wind him up once everyone started turning to stone. So he walked around looking for people until his acting stopped. And then he shouted for people to see if there were any survivors until his shouting stopped. And then he thought about what had happened until his thinking stopped. And then he woke up and Dorothy was there. Yep. Which is, he lives a terrifying existence. I was going... This I, man of metal. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so, the, here's a really interesting through line for all of Dorothy's companions in, in this film, which is their existences mm. are all existential nightmares unlike anything I've ever, I've ever oh, experienced. Yeah. Every single one of Dorothy's <laughs> companions in this film Except with 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 the exception of Belinda, who is the most well adjusted. Mm. Note the talking chicken is the most well adjusted yeah. character in this film. Are all mm. living existential horror shows uh, oh, that yeah. we will get. And t- to be fair, <laughs> yes. To be fair, Belinda knows about fried chicken. Yes, that's true. She knows she knows what the humans have done to her people. <laughs> um. Uh, my favorite, like my favorite thing in mm. in the sequence where TikTok wakes up uh, is Dorothy tells that tells him that Belinda is the one that noticed him, and he just looks over mm. and says, "Oh, good morning, Mrs. Hen," because a talking yes. chicken is totally not weird in Oz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it is. It is addressed with the normalcy that you, the normalcy and pleasantness you would you would assume from a general conversation. It is really fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. TikTok. I'm, um, I'm, I also really love that TikTok looks like a World War One era soldier, like British soldier, mm, with his little hat. Yeah, yeah. Because he has a little hat. A little separate hat. Yeah, exactly. I love that it's not and a little mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so so TikTok is is clearly like an actor in a suit that's been augmented with animatronics, but he's yeah. so good and charming. I'm just wondering how the actor walks. Yeah, oh, that he has a very unique gait. Yep. A very <laughs> yep. That that they use for they use for a music cue. <laughs> In fact, mm, when he when yeah. he exits the the his storeroom, um mm. uh because his 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 walking is he he waddles. He's a he's a he's a Danny DeVito boy who waddles. Mm. Um, 
And is also extremely dangerous when armed with a pail. And, apparently. and is, and is totally <laughs> cool with not being alive because TikToks mm. is constantly, man, being a living thing sucks. You're all, yeah. idi- you're all kind of idiots for being alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, he says he'll take care of the wheelers, uh, takes the pale fruit and just goes outside and he, he whips ass, man, is what he does. (laughs) Just a classic spin attack of just go around in a circle and hit them all over the head with a pail, with a pail. Yep. (laughs) Uh, it was hilarious. Um, and then super menacingly, like a Terminator, just grabs one by the throat, <laughs> almost. Uh, I guess it's by the shirt, but, like, certain shots, like, no, no, TikTok definitely has that wheeler by the throat. <laughs> just like, tell me where the where the people who know where Scarecrow is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just... Just shaking it. Yeah, like. just, 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 uh, Batman begins it. We're Scarecrow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and who, uh, and lead wheeler te- tells... TikTok that uh that he that uh Princess Mumby would know mm. where the scarecrow yes. and then TikTok demands that he take take them to Princess Mumby uh to which mm. he seems mm. rather <laughs> the wheeler seems rather distressed by the prospect but takes them anywhere uh anyway yeah. to the single standing tower in the Emerald City um mm. Dorothy directs TikTok to let him go, and the wheeler menacingly <laughs> rolls away and la- laughing, <laughs> which is always a good yeah. sign when you ask somebody to take you to someone, and, and they do. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is where we are introduced to Princess Mumby. Mm. Karen. Yes. Thoughts about this entire sequence? Uh, it's a very good introduction, is what I'll say about it. Is that, um, so I believe this is the this is the room you were talking about when you said I have no idea how they filmed this. Yes. Um, I also have no idea how I filmed this. This is a room made almost entirely of mirrors, <laughs> but in a way that seems natural. Mm-hmm. Like the the bottom floors of the tower are dusty, but we hear we hear the music. We work our way up, and it's just it's just a ballroom where every surface is a slightly golden mirror. Yes. Um. But it's, it's still decorated properly. There's chandeliers, there's chairs, there's like wall fittings and everything. Um, it's, it's incredible. And then they're on a couch strumming away on like a, some kind of stringed instrument, a tiny guitar. I think it's, it's a mandolin. Completely. Mandolin. That would be a good fit. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, is Princess Mondi in the most fabulous outfit, <laughs> complete, complete with shoulder spines. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that, that make little crystalline noises when, yeah. when she moves. Yeah. <laughs> God, she looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so hilarious. I, I actually had a moment. I was like, oh, this seems like a genuinely, perhaps a good character. A little quirky, <laughs> but probably not a psychopath. Um, <laughs> my impression was completely wrong, of course. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, Princess Mumby, uh, uh, Dorothy, Dorothy's like, hey, are you Princess Mumby? And her immediate is, her immediate response is, help me rise. Yes. (laughs) And just holds out a single hand. Yep. (laughs) Uh, and Dorothy does, and she, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Mumby tells Dorothy that she can, 
uh, her companions can stay here and that they will talk in an adjoining room. And uh, yeah, while I go change into something more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, and and Cameron, oh, were were you expecting mm. what the the series of visuals that that then preceded that statement? No, I wasn't, and I'm gonna have to use them for Dungeons and Dragons sometime because <laughs> this is a power move and a half. Um, so by changing it to something more appropriate, what Princess Mombi meant is that uh, she has. A, a suitable number, and by suitable number I mean 31 different heads for different occasions. Um, and she's decided that uh, for, for meeting with Dorothy Gale, uh, a very important person, perhaps the number four is more suitable than this current one. And so she just has a gallery of heads in like little window boxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just like a Zales showroom. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Pulls her head off, puts it in its case. Walks across the way to another case, opens it up, just sort of turns around, and then Dorothy finally understands what's happening. Just screams, is like, uh, oh, well, well, what do you think? It's like, uh, well, you're, you're definitely very beautiful. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Just, uh, headless, headless horsemaning it. Yes. Uh, Princess <laughs> Mumby is a, a, uh, is a fantastic fascinating nightmare abomination mm-hmm. <laughs> character yep. Yep. uh and it is it is amazing once again um <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like watching the sequence play out again i was like oh man this is well this is where my love of of really tacky baroque set design comes from and oh yeah <laughs> here's the weird nonsense that i'm totally cool with that i don't that i don't inherently mm-hmm. find like weird or bizarre just this gallery of heads just this yeah yeah um and 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 mumby immediately gives up the ruse like yeah oh yeah uh she's like yeah by the way the gnome king just conquered oz and and Mm. like and took the scarecrow and there's nothing that you can do about it <laughs> and then mm, yeah. grabs her, and we get my favorite thing, which is Dorothy screaming for help, and then <laughs> Princess Mumby being attacked by Belinda. Um, yes, uh, attacked by a chicken. Attack chicken <laughs> sequence is that is a box that you can check off your bingo card, mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> uh, TikTok attempts to uh, intervene and winds down. His movement yep. winds down. Very unfortunate uh, I, timing there. And I really love that Princess Mumby actually just goes, ha ha ha, and then <laughs> drags Dorothy yeah. upstairs to the to her tower and locks her in. With Belinda still in one hand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just tosses her in. It's all good. Um... Yeah, uh, so her plan here is uh, Dorothy is not really a threat to the current regime, but you see, Dorothy will be attractive one day. Yes. Not beautiful, but sort of pretty. Right. Uh, and so she's going to leave her in there for a few years until she, her head is the right size. Yep. Yeah, she's just going to let this little girl collect. ripen for a couple of summers until she can lob mm. that head off. Yep, yep. Um, but then we get to meet a very good character. This is the character voiced by a Henson. Uh, yes. This is, this is Jack Pumpkinhead, <coughs> who is a scarecrow with a pumpkin for a head, uh, who was 
used to scare Princess Mombi at one point, but then she got very angry and as punishment brought the scarecrow to life and locked it away, swearing that she would uh, turn it into a pie. But because she was wearing head 22 and hasn't worn it since, she doesn't remember that he's up there. (laughs) Once again, once again, this movie Mm. creates existential nightmares for characters for absolutely Absolutely. no reason. I love the concept (laughs) of, oh yeah, by the way, like her heads, they all have individual memories. Like it's not like a hive mind situation. Mm. So she can just forget things if she doesn't put on a head again. It's so good. Um, this is amazing. You cannot t- you cannot convince me that the scarecrow at, during the very opening of the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, was not mm. based on Jack Pumpkinhead. Oh, I yeah. refuse. Oh, yeah. I refuse to accept <laughs> any assertion uh, to the contrary. Uh, and he is, oh, God, he's so, so I. He's in pieces, and he gives Dorothy his sad mm. backstory about. about being alive and how mumby was like ah i got some powder of life that i got from a magician i'll just use it on this Mm. thing um yeah uh and uh uh, dorothy puts him together and the sequence where he stands up for the first time um Mm. i am thoroughly convinced because he he is thinner in in this shot than he is in, in any other shot in the movie and i am thoroughly convinced that he is that they actually made like a giant marionette to stand up oh yeah it makes sense um and it's like perfect for the movement and yeah and also (laughs) the best thing about jack is is in fact jack's pumpkin head because his mouth doesn't move Mm. he doesn't blink yep but his 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 Head can squash and stretch to to delineate emotion, and it is shockingly effective um, at, for a character that doesn't move. What's whose facial features do not move whatsoever? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, once again, Jack, once again, horrible existential nightmare of oh, I'm alive now, and I don't know exactly what that means. Mm, yes. Um, but with Jack uh, and the knowledge he brings, there's an attempt at escape that can be begun. Um, so uh, with Jack's spindly, twiggy hands, they manage to reach through the uh, bars of the door and just unlatch it. Yep. <laughs> because, of course, classic trick. Uh, and then they sneak down, they rewind TikTok, uh, or wind up TikTok, and rewind might not be the right term there, uh, and say, go with Jack, he'll tell you the plan. Uh, in classic heist fashion, we then smash cut to Jack going, so do you understand the plan? Yes. As they walk up the stairs. Yes. Which I think was great. Yeah. Don't don't let us know too early. Um, <laughs> and, and they go back up to the room. They're all locked in to start working on stuff while Dorothy has to go steal uh, the key, the ruby key, and henceforth from there steal the... Uh, the powder of life. Yes. From um Mom, Princess Mombi's uh original head. It's kept in with uh in box number one. Um Which... we get the terrible terrible knowledge that she sleeps with no head on. Um <laughs> as well. Yes. Uh, a- a- yeah, and snores, like and snores, mm. which means that that yeah. snore is just coming straight from a decapitation neck hole. Just, yep. just so you yep. know. 
Just so we're clear. Just whatever's whatever's left of that trachea just fluttering in the breeze. <laughs> uh, I, now, Cameron, I want you to talk about mm. this three-minute sequence where this fantasy children's movie turns up turns into a a horror a legitimate horror movie. You mean? Tell you me mean your thoughts basically... watching the sequence. You mean when they do the thing that's almost like Pan's Labyrinth uh, with the uh, the Pale Man, but it's also just the worst the worst set of jump scares? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so poor Dorothy with incredible tension. Like the again, this sets a lot of great atmosphere. Uh, this film does um, with incredible tension. Just sneaks through this gallery of sleeping heads. All of them lit up in their boxes. All of them asleep. Um, unlocks box number one which is the only one you can't see into because it's got an actual mirror built into the door rather than a glass pane Mm -hmm. and within is uh within is um nurse wilson's head (laughs) with a whole bunch of random junk um because you know it's it's wizard of course characters are based off real people yep um (laughs) um and yeah, reaching in for the life powder and does the most obvious thing of just tipping over this little tiny vial and the severed head wakes up and screams. Dorothy And all the heads And all the other heads wake up and begin screaming. Yeah. yeah. And then the se- and then the headless body stands up and begins full zombie shuffling towards <laughs> Like I like to think that um when the head is off she can't see directly, obviously. So, like, her body's moving around on, like, muscle memory of the of the space. Yes. So she can't actively chase someone around, but she knows how to get from her bed to each different head, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. Um, so just trying to find Dorothy frantically in the middle, and Dorothy's just running away from 31 heads screaming at her. And, and juking, a, and just, <laughs> juking a headless body. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's so good. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, uh, the rest of the party is enacting the plan, which is to build a creature. <laughs> they're doing a Frankenstein in the top of the tower um, by combining two couches, a stuffed severed head of a gump, uh, and some palm leaves. Oh, and can't forget the broom for the tail. Yes. <laughs> which is, oh, again, existential crises uh, will abound with this creature <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, God, it, it's it's awful. Uh, but the process is somewhat delayed by the fact that um, TikTok's thinking begins turning off partway through giving the assembly instructions. Yep. Um, he can still speak, but he's speaking utter nonsense. <laughs> and, and flailing. Um, and wildly flailing, and flailing. around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dorothy legs it up there, comes in to find they've not completed their escape vehicle. Yeah. Uh, winds up TikTok. Uh, winds up TikTok's thinking, rather. Um, they get it all assembled. Dorothy covers it with the powder of life uh, and brings this poor, poor, tortured abomination <laughs> into being. Dorothy Gale <laughs> Necromancer confirmed. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. She would, she would do this with lightning if the powder of life didn't work. Um, <laughs> uh, and they convince this this friendly yet very confused creature to fly away <laughs> yep. out of the tower with them all riding on its back, on its receptacle, the bit where the two couches melt together. I'm not sure what to call that. Um, and they, and indeed fly, they do somehow, barely. 
Um, and deep below them, on the ground, the wheelers give chase, and it's awful. Again, I hate the wheelers. Why do they exist? <laughs> oh, well, they get their comeuppance in the in, in, I mean, yeah. in the most like cavalier, hand wavy, like mass on screen <laughs> death I think I've ever seen oh, in yeah. any film. Yeah, because the wheel just a wave of wheelers <laughs> dusting. Because the wheelers <laughs> follow follow the flying gump couch. Uh, all the way to the mm. edge of the deadly desert, and like six of them fall into the deadly desert, and yeah. you get, yeah. uh, you, and you get to see what happens when you mm. fall into the deadly desert, which is your sand, not good. you get turned into a sand version of yourself, and then crumble, mm. and I'm just like, dead. Yeah. Six people just died yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like Spider-Man 3, but you don't get up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it, it is awful. Uh, but Dorothy and the party are flying safely off. Uh, the wheelers temporarily thwarted by the Deadly Desert. Who knew? Uh, and they're going over the Deadly Desert because to find Scarecrow, they have to get to the Gnome King. And the Gnome King's uh, castle is across the desert in the mountains. Yes. Um. There is there is uh there is one significant problem with the gump couch dragon. I'm gonna call it the gump dragon. Um <laughs> which is it's not very well made and the ropes are beginning to undo. Yep. <laughs> so we get a crash landing in the mountain. Again, if this was a plane, this would be like a precursor to and then we ate all the other dead passengers to survive. <laughs> um but instead, because it's magical children's fantasy land, people just crash. Uh, and it's fine. It's fine. The gum couch is in many pieces. Um, it appears the head is what contains the sentience. Yes. Because separated from the rest, the head continues to talk. It talks about how life was simpler. The last thing it remembers was it was walking in the forest and it heard a loud noise. And then it woke up with Dorothy yelling, fly! Yep. Fly! My creation. Yep. <laughs> Which again, hey, existential horror. You got shot, my dude. Like, uh, one, Just saying. Also, it, also if, you've, if you've played the video game Soma, there's a lot of thematic mm. through line between oh, yeah. Soma oh, yeah. and Return to Oz. <laughs> Oh, which is a yeah. comparison that I can't believe I'm at, I'm actually making and and and, mm. and and even more so can't believe is pretty apropos. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's incredible. Uh, and the, um the, but the, I will say I really love that the gumps like yeah, I'm actually just happier as a head. Like just yeah. like just leave me like this. No pressure. And they're just like, no, no, you need to get around. We're not carrying you. So they just strap him back <laughs> on on another half of uh, uh, another ca- on onto the remaining couch half. And, and so mm. apparently, the way that this works, I really love that the magic is just like it's magic. We don't need to explain how it works. Which is, yeah. hey, if you attach the head to anything, the then the head just gains control. <laughs> physical control yeah, over yeah. it. Part of me did think that was how this was going to be solved, so that she'd get the head and just throw it at the Gnome King. It would, like, latch on and he would assume direct control. Oh, uh, That's a little too action-y. That's, that's <laughs> no. silly. That's not the way that yes. you end the climax no, no. of a movie. How ridiculous. Oh, no, no. That would be insane. Um... <laughs> I believe at this point, Belinda the chicken is put inside Jack Pumpkinhead's pumpkin head yes. for safekeeping. Um, if my memory of the film is not failing me entirely. No, um, you are correct. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, we also get the worst, worst thing. So I already said the wheelers were the worst thing. Do you know what the worst, worst thing about wheelers is? Is that you can use them to power a chariot <laughs> by just strapping them to the front of a cart and then racing off through the Gnome King's underground tunnel, which is the safe way to bypass the Deadly Desert. And I hate, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I hate seeing uh, Princess Mombi in this chariot drawn by just... What, like four or five wheelers just wheeling along. It's ugh. this ugh. watching the sequence. I I said to myself, which is and and this is something that I I never say because I almost never mm. reference Dark Souls two in favorably. <laughs> but I think to myself, man, I wish an enterprising young modder would just mod out the executioner's <laughs> chariot and replace it with this. It would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever fight that willingly. Um, God. Uh, I mean, uh, just mix it in. Do a Wizard of Oz slash Lazy Town reboot of Dark Souls <laughs> with this as the... Uh... <coughs> God, it, that, hey, thank, thanks, Brain, for that comparison. Yeah, the Wheelers are very Lazy Town. Yeah. Maybe that's also part of why I'm disturbed by them. <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh, Meanwhile, Dor- Dorothy. So, uh, Mombi is on the way, the safe, slightly longer way. Uh, while Dorothy and Party go, and they they meet the Gnome King. Yes, uh, who is just a gnome, uh, as previously depicted, just as sort of a, a shape made out of rock and not much else. Right now, mm. he, he's the suggestion of a being. Yes, <laughs> which again, super cool. Um. You know, uh, Dorothy does the classic hero of, we've come to take back what you stole, and ha 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 ha, says, says the quote-unquote villain here, like, but didn't you know, you fool, that all the all the emeralds of the earth belong to me, the Gnome King? They are produced for my benefit, and you people keep stealing the goddamn rocks <laughs> for your emerald city on your high towers of ivory. <laughs> I, I really love the gnome king as a villainous entity because he's Mm. he's so he he is the fake pleasant villain um who Mm. is completely and utterly disingenuous in every word and act oh yeah um yeah absolutely but he is he is really like really engaging as as a character he is he like you said he's like but don't you know all the all the emeralds they came from my mountain so how do you think Mm. i feel when people just start stealing what belongs to me um, mm. as as mm. Dorothy descends into the bowels of the earth because the Gnome King opened a fissure in order to summon her. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, uh, Dorothy arrives in his inner sanctum and uh, lands mm. into the arms of the Scarecrow, who immediately vanishes. And I'm like, man, that's actually yeah. super super messed up. That's actually. Yeah. Uh, because oh, the Gnome King then proceeds to tell Dorothy, Oh yes, right. I, I was, I was going to, I, I've transformed him into an ornament. And, and I was going mm. to do so, but since you were coming, you just reminded me. So thanks for that. He's so smarmy. Yeah. He's so gross yeah. and smarmy and like, once again, like really fantastic 
like a really kind mm. of fantastic change from like Mumby, who's like very over the top and like evil to this kind of just like yeah. manipulative jerk villain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh so good. Uh and he Um yeah and Go on. Yes. Sorry. No, you Yes, you uh uh, uh, so the challenge here is well if you want your scarecrow back you'll have to find him in my ornament collection yes let's have a game of it uh the the most the most biased in my favor game imaginable while still technically having any chance for you um <laughs> which is i've got all these tons and tons of ornaments each of you will go into my collection one at a time uh you've got three guesses just touch something in there and say oz and if it's the scarecrow he'll pop back into reality and if not, well, too bad. Yep. Um, and, the, um, yeah, and, there um, will be a risk. Mm, That's what he says. There will be risk. Yes. Never explains it, but no one ever asks. So, you know, I guess that's justified. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the most disturbing and awesome thing happens, which is uh, part of the wall turns into, like, stone hands, which fold away to reveal a tunnel to where the uh, ornaments are actually kept. Yep. And man, God, God, I love the uh, I love the gnome effects in this movie. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> um, and uh, thusly, my brain, my brain, who went the first? Gump? Oh my God, the Gump went first, of course. Yeah, I like that the Gump's yes. like I don't have hands to touch anything. Gnome kings, just <laughs> use your antlers. Just like, yeah, don't don't work. be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Don't act like you can't <laughs> do this. Like. Yeah. Just get in. I mean not physical form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and uh he and Dorothy continue to have their lovely little conversation. Um and eventually there is a great noise. Um and uh that is that is of course the gump failing the uh the test. Yes. It's like well, what happened to it? It's like yeah, he was turned into an ornament. What? We never agreed. You never asked. Yes. I said there was a risk. You didn't tell us that that would happen. Well, you never asked. You just blindly stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel a lot of this movie is about Dorothy's naivete. Yes. And just slowly breaking that. Uh, and it should be noted that when the gump fails, curiously, the Gnome King mm. assumes a more human shape. Hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, he does. And ne- next orders uh, Jack to to mm. yes to which TikTok yes. TikTok being being the weird machine jerk that he is is like mm. ah I don't have a lot of hope for Jack. He's a good guy, but he's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they never programmed lying into TikTok. So, so the, here's the thing um, about TikTok that I think is really, really interesting, and something that Dorothy actually brings up in the movie, which is Dorothy's like, "Man, it's super weird that they that there's no way for you to wind yourself up." And I'm like, "That's the failsafe. Mm. That's the TikTok failsafe. Yeah. That's that's the otherwise we'd have Terminator, ex- but with TikTok, ex- exactly." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of brilliant. Mm. That's actually oh, yeah. kind of brilliant. Like, you got this this machine that is, like, vehemently, like, ugh, organic living things, gross. 
but yeah. has oh, has yeah. like a built in like pr- surge protector in case it gains like murderous <laughs> intent. And I'm like, yeah. what? Look, <laughs> I'm just like once again, there's a la- layer of theming and like just like mm. just just TikTok as a character can be used as mm. like a template for so many interesting like thought and oh, character yeah. explorations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> How are we going to protect our fantasy imperial uh, city? Oh, you know, we've created a robot that despises sentient life, but it's okay because it can't turn itself on once it powers down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's it's really good, actually. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, But to be fair to TikTok, he is incredibly smart. He is. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, after a while, a little more conversation of a now quite, and by quite, I mean very human looking, um, Gnome King conversation. I love- Honestly, my brain was going, he's a little Brian Blessed, but no, he is actually the, uh, the doctor. Yes. From the asylum. And I love his makeup and costuming. Mm, It's really, really good. It's like, it's just like, just- yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, like like clearly it's makeup, but I can tell what you're going for. I'm like, oh, that's that's mm. clever. Yeah. And Jack yeah. fails because Jack of course Jack failed. So TikTok mm. is is sent in and Dorothy is left with the Dome King all by by herself. <laughs> uh, and the Gnome King then proceeds to, to, to interrogate Dorothy a little bit. And she's like, hey, 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 you, you, why'd you come back to Oz? And Dorothy's like, I told you to <laughs> find the Scarecrow. He's like, hmm, really? Is that all you wanted? Are you sure about that? You sure you didn't come from these? And he lifts up his robes and he's wearing <laughs> and he's the right. ruby slippers. <laughs> So daintily, <laughs> such beautiful little feet the Gnome King has. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, baby's first little introduction to drag. My, my, yes. my childhood <laughs> introduction to drag is this evil rock wizard wearing <laughs> Dorothy's ruby slippers and actually and just. We see the gears turning in young Leonard's mind. I, and, <laughs> I'm just like, and then just, just literally just, oh, Look, look at these. Look, just holding his foot out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, they're very really hamming it up. The ve- <laughs> he's like, they're very powerful. Um, mm. um, well, well, you were so, right. you were so, so this is the revelation of, oh, surprise, this is all mm. Dorothy's fault because it had been explained yeah. earlier that, yeah. uh, as Dorothy was traveling home, she dropped the mm. ruby slippers. Uh, Exiting Oz, yeah. and those ruby slippers yeah. fell on the Gnome King's mountain and gave him the power mm. to conquer Oz and turn all of its inhabitants into stone. So, surprise, Dorothy, yep. this is actually all your fault. Um, yes, wh- and these slippers are so powerful, they nearly bankrupted the film, because they are the original slippers from the previous film, Yep, and apparently that cost a lot of money. They had to, li- they <laughs> to, had to license the ruby slippers from MGM, because those <laughs> are a creation of the film, because, surprise, surprise, mm. Dorothy's slippers are actually silver in the story. Oh, mm. 
yes, and they were creation for uh, by MGM, and because the silver slippers were not as well known, Disney had to pay mm. a large chunk of cash in order to license the visual <laughs> rights for the ruby slippers. So good. Um, but yes, he, he has this wonderful taunt there, uh, and is then informed that uh, the machine has just stopped guessing. <laughs> it's just standing there, mm-hmm. motionless. And she's like, oh, he, he's uh, he's wound down. I've got to go wind him back up so he can make his last guess. <laughs> and the Gnome King simply says, oh, why don't you just go go in there and, and, and wind him mm. up and, and, and stay? And then yeah. you can make your guesses, too. Mm. Yeah. And just gives it this sort of like the go on look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Found really funny for some reason. Just sort of brushes her off, like she's uh like she's not that important. When obviously he is being very disingenuous, he's very worried that she's here. Um, but uh, this is this is uh TikTok being incredibly smart. Yes, he's not wound down. He's just pretending to have wound down so he can get Dorothy in here to observe the process of um ornamentification. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call. Yes. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Yeah, if she if she can see what happens when uh, someone gets turned into an ornament, she'll have a good good basis to find Scarecrow's ornament from. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, the the ornament process is just like a flash of light, and then TikTok is entirely gone, no clues at all. Yep. Um. So she's kind of kind of stuck in the straits there. Um. Mombi also at this point shows up to meet with the Gnome King. You know. Dorothy Gale is on her way here. It's like, and <laughs> yeah, I actually really oh. like. I really like when when she like the the subordinate to the Gnome King, mm. which is he tells her mm. to kneel, and she gets on her nails mm. on her knees, and he says lower, and she just lays flat yes. on the on the ground, and yeah. then he just screams lower, lower. <laughs> and I'm like, there we go. That's there we go. Yeah. That's that smug <laughs> dick you are. Yep. There's your there's your maniac rock king. <laughs> I I really love that Mumby's like telling him all everything, and he's like, yeah, I know. I've already taken care of it. Can't you see? Can't you see that I'm not a claymation rock man anymore? And then he reveals mm-hmm. his evil plan. And as much as I love this movie, there's a part of me that really wishes that somebody who really loves this movie as much as I do um, mm. would remake it and expand on oh. it. I think that this movie, yes. like, with 45 minutes extra of, like, just, like, um, mm. narrative and, and character motivation... Uh, uh, yeah. would do uh really really well because the gnome king's yeah. uh big uh big evil plot is is he's eliminated everybody who remembers oz and somehow that will make him uh human uh and will allow him to rule oz forever uh i read the yeah. the it will make me human thing as the gnome king mm. is essentially stuck within his mountain yeah. uh and that will give yeah. him the yeah. power to leave and then uh and then once again just rule oz um completely we should also uh yeah. mention something that we completely forgot about which is the subplot <laughs> of this movie of the mysterious phantom 
in the mirrors yes. of mumbies yes. because that is once again it is a highly underdeveloped subplot that uh, mm. once again if 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 there were if this movie were remade today I think could be expanded on quite a bit um and mm. uh yes uh, uh mumby is aware of some mysterious uh entity within the mirrors who nobody nobody will mm. will remember soon there will be nobody who remembers you and this is important yeah only for the ending and for no other reason <laughs> pretty much yes uh um so yeah at this point uh it's all down to a guessing game dorothy's got three guesses with which to find the scarecrow in this massive museum of ornaments yes uh and by by she by the time she gets to her last guess has given up completely on actually finding it by thinking and goes on blind faith, uh, which leads her to a large green emerald yes. of an ornament. Touches it, says Oz, and whoop, there's the scarecrow. Uh this creepy painted on face. Bless him. <laughs> um and she she makes the connection that if you're from Oz, you must turn into a green <coughs> ornament. Um the implication here being that most of this stuff is not from Oz, which is a little disturbing. How many other fantasy lands slash realities is the Gnome King uh, sort of infringing upon with his collection? Here? I, I, I love um, that his collection is just things like it's kind of a, a lot of tacky junk, mm. but it's it's yeah, but he's but that's his character trait. He's a hoarder. He hoards. Mm. He wants oh, things yeah. to have things. Um mm. Absolutely, yeah. but yes, uh, and he Dorothy immediately starts commanding the King of Oz to go find green yeah. trinkets in this place. <laughs> find all the green trinkets you can find. I do touch them. Say Oz. I do. I I I'm I'm embarrassed to admit that I I did not look up who who the actor in the scarecrow costume uh, was, but I really love his uh, his acting. Uh, the scarecrow has an appropriately like floppy, yes. lanky, weird mm, gait yes. to him. Like he is, mm. in fact, just stuffed with straw. Um, it is, mm. it is yes. charming and and delightful, and I like it a great deal. Um, meanwhile, the gnome king, <laughs> the gnome king realizes. Oh wait, wait, less human, less human. Oh, she's <laughs> oh no, she's figured it out. <laughs> And yeah. and immediately gives up the ruse, <laughs> and we are then treated to the 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 climax, the horror movie climax of this of this <laughs> film. Cameron, take it yes. away. Yes, um, the gnome king powers up. He becomes an enormous, terrifying giant. Just starts swatting everyone around. Um, He's going straight up Monster Road at this point. You know, he picks up Jack Pumpkinhead and just dangles him over this cavernous moor the size of, like, a large building? I, the scale here is so confusing. It's really incredible, honestly. He, 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 the Gnome King literally turns into a Dark Souls boss. Pretty much, yeah. He, he eats the gum. Um, he starts he starts getting ready to eat, uh, eat Jack, uh, but... Belina in uh, Jack's head finally lays that egg she's been working on this entire time That's to right. prevent herself from being killed by Aunt M. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And it turns out uh, the the real climax is the way to beat this Dark Souls boss is uh, eggs are poisonous to gnomes. Yep. Which is why chickens were outlawed. Yep. Um, because, um, sure, why not? Uh, I just want to talk about the chase sequence right before this where the mm. gnomes attack. Oh, yeah. Um, and are reaching mm. out of the walls and the floors and Ooh. the rocks to Ooh. grab at her, her protagonist. Yep. And it is horrific yep. and nightmarish and like terrifying in, in the best way possible. Um, pretty much, yes. <laughs> uh, there's one really fantastic shot of, of the wall, the camera panning across the wall as the gnomes reach out from the wall and then have mm. to like dive under the molding and then reach out mm. between the spaces in the molding. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, Ugh. it's really fantastic. And the gnome king dies super hard. Like it is a, oh, it yeah. is a, it is a rough, <laughs> Ugly, unpleasant <laughs> death. Uh, I, I really, yeah. I really love, I really love his, his, his. Don't, don't you know? Eggs are eggs poison to gnomes. As, no. as, as his face <laughs> literally, dis- his rocky face literally disintegrates into a mm. skull and crumbles to dust. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The specter of death has been fit for this. <laughs> oh my god. Nightmare um, slain. Based, yeah, nightmare slain. Uh, item discovered. Ruby slippers. <laughs> I wish for us to all return to the restored Emerald City. Yep. Click, click. Yep. Click. <laughs> it has to be three. <laughs> and and, yep. and sure, so they are. And everything's... Everything's back to normal. The ruby, uh, the, the ruby, the Emerald City is restored. Everyone is returned to life, including the decapitated dancing girls, because this is a children's <laughs> film after all. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This, hey, I watched this on YouTube for kids, <laughs> just so everyone knows. This is freely available to anyone over the age of like two and <laughs> that's probably fine. <laughs> and we get a uh we get a a Star Wars celebration sequence inauguration mm. sequence at the end uh that actually yep. features a number of legitimate Oz characters in the background that are mm. that don't yeah. get any speaking lines but are just there and these are real <laughs> super real Oz characters uh there are munchkins there mm. there's um uh, the Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and the Scarecrow yep. have all been restored. Fun fact for you, Cameron: uh, the Scare, uh, not the Scarecrow, mm. the uh, Tin Man was played by Deep Roy, who you. Oh wow! <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, for listeners, you may that. remember Deep Roy as all of the Oompa Loompas in the Tim yep. Burton remake yep. of of <laughs> Willy, of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Yep. <coughs> that was unexpected. It was super unexpected. And everyone <laughs> in Oz is like, Dorothy, just be Queen of Oz. Just do it. Just mm. do it. Just do it. Do it. And she's like, yeah, that'd be really great and is super tempting because, you know, my, my aunt and uncle tried to give me electroshock therapy. But I do love them and I kind of have to mm. go back. Man, I wish I could be in two places at once. 
ones. Oh. Cue um, and then yeah, cue the, the, intro- the figure in the mirror. Yes. <laughs> cue the introduction of the secondary, pl- uh, the underdeveloped secondary plot, who is Ozma of Oz, the true queen of Oz. Uh, daughter of the former mm. king of Oz before the wizard came. Mumby imprisoned yeah. her. Uh, uh, be, she was Mumby's slave and imprisoned her in the mirrors, hoping that everyone would forget that she ever existed. And Ozma is, in yeah. fact, the young girl from the asylum that had helped Dorothy mm-hmm. escape. Indeed. Man. Uh, so she gets to be the queen of Oz yep. instead, which hey, fair enough. Um, and she and, and Dorothy gets to go home. Yes, and Hooray. and and Belinda decides, yeah, no, not they were gonna eat me. Not gonna go back to Kansas. <laughs> hey, Dorothy, I love you, and hey, thanks for this great adventure. But I'm I'm staying I'm staying right here so I can be Ozma of yeah. Oz's animal companion to mirror you yeah. and Toto's relationship. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then uh, the ruby slippers are used to send Dorothy. Back home. Goodbye, everybody, as she fades away into the light. Yeah, yeah. As if she were dying. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I I had the exact same read. I was just like, was this entire movie just an NDE? And, and, the death and, dream. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, and was this like Dorothy, like, uh, uh, like, a uh, 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 growing up analogy, and Dorothy had to leave Oz behind. Mm-hmm. Like, is is this literally is 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 every fantasy children's movie from the eighties literally the moral of man? Fantasy is real cool and all, but you got to grow up and leave yeah. it behind. But oh, secretly, actually, it's real, and you can just call on yeah. it whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, she's found on the riverbank. Um. And Aunt M finds her and says, Oh, the hospital was struck by lightning and burned down. Everyone's fine. Except Dr. Worley, who tried to save his machine and was burned to death. Yep. <laughs> hmm. uh, white. Um, and, and we get a, we get a final shot of the real villain here, which is Nurse Wilson just being taken away in a police boat. Yep. <laughs> just staring out through the bars like she wants to strangle Dorothy on sight. Oh, and it is it is uh, worth mentioning that once Ozma is restored, she she says that she forgives mm-hmm. Mombi because a witch with no magical powers is a is yes. a pitiful creature in pitiful creature. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, everybody. People just wow. get all these kids are just dunking on on these adults. Oh yeah, man, that's the real moral of the story. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Dunkin I, I, I did cool. sit there for a second. I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're a witch and you have no magic, that is the mm. literal like worst situation that you can be in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but Dorothy's home. Um, she double checks that everything was real by contacting uh Ozma and Belina in the uh in the mirror in her newly refurbished bedroom. Oh, what's that? 
During that short amount of time, while Dorothy was drowning in the river, her uncle finished the farmhouse, mostly. I like to imagine Hooray. that this is, like, sometime <laughs> after, and that the the, the, yeah. the experience of almost losing Dorothy pulled everyone out of their Great Depression, and... <laughs> Mm. And cause them to <laughs> finally finish the house. Cause I do really, I actually do really like that when Uncle Henry finds her, he's like walking mm. with a walking stick and he just gives up the yeah. ruse and finally runs towards her. Like, yes, my leg's oh, fine and you yeah. being alive is more important than me being sulky and upset about yeah. Yeah. our horrible lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all well and good in the world. Oz was real. Her experience and growth there were real. And she can go and play with Toto. Hooray, tiny dogs. Yes. Uh, and that's the end of the film. And man, as I said, this was a ride. <laughs> uh, this is honestly a really good film. Um, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't disparage it too much. Uh, you will hate the wheelers, <laughs> but everything else is quality. <laughs> Yes, I I I really adore this film and once again it's it's not perfect. There's a lot uh as I as I stated earlier, I feel like if somebody who really got this film and really loved this film were able to make a remake with minimal studio interference and expand it to like like a good 2 hours and fill that with some mm. some broader narrative stuff, like introducing the fact that the Gnome King needs to eliminate everyone t- to become human, to to expand on the Ozma of Oz uh, and Dorothy mm. connection thing. Just just flesh flesh it out just a little more. Like this this uh you know Return to Oz is considered a cult classic, but in my opinion, it is. Just mm. a classic. It is. Uh, oh yeah. It is a film that is so ambitious and so pretty and competent and mm. smart. Like what? There's there's some really good writing. There's some really good writing oh, in yeah. this film. There's some really good acting. There's some dated special effects, but that was back when they were still using blue screen before we started chroma keying with green. I it's it's a, it's a delight. And if you haven't if you've never seen Return to Oz, uh, it is it is mm. highly recommended because it is one of my favorite films of all time. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah. I can't say it's one of my favorite films of all time because now I need to go rewatch my entire favorite filmography and try and rank this. <laughs> but it's really it's really good guys. It's worth a watch, honestly. <laughs> um it is worth a watch. I will I'll put this out there. It is worth a watch solely for the chicken puppet. <laughs> the chicken puppet is worth the price of entry on this one. And that's a that's a stamp of honor on Jim Henson's puppetry because goddamn I still can't get over how lifelike that fucking chicken is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. And that <laughs> is Return to Oz, the dark second mm. chapter <laughs> in the <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Unfortunately not trilogy. Oh man, wouldn't it be crazy if somebody was oh. like, "Hey, let's just let's just do a sequel to Return to Oz and also cast Feruza Balk mm. as Dorothy." 
got Dorothy just hitting her like late forties, yep. ready to roll. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd be into this. <laughs> um, Return to Oz again. Yeah, Oz harder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you, everyone, for for joining Mm. us for this very special, uh, hard-hitting expose, Oz expose (laughs) episode of of Monster Dear Monster. Uh, Cameron, Mm. where can people find you and Dave on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at <coughs> night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, can't watch me yell at my government, post cute pictures of animals, and just general pop culture stuff. I've actually done a little Twitter lately as opposed to almost none. Um, <laughs> you can follow our erstwhile co-host, just missing for just just the, hopefully just the one episode while he sorts out moving. Uh, Dave at sentinaut underscore plus on Twitter. Um, he's worth a follow. Get some muscle, Dave, every now and again. It's pretty good, honestly. Um, and you can find before either of us you can find the show on Twitter at mon underscore d monster or at monster dot monster uh, as the website. Leonard, where can you and your numerous magnificent works be found? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Doctor Faust is dead. Uh, I. Have not been posting a lot lately because I have a lot of uh, coals on the fire and various disciplines mm. that I am uh, desperately working on during uh, what I will refer to as the troubles. Uh, and for my older uh, works, which are of the video essay variety, you can find me on YouTube uh, by searching Dr. Faust is Dead. Uh, on there, uh, where I have posted a number of video essays and little video projects, uh, mainly going over, uh, narrative, uh, explorations in video games. Uh, and, and that's Ooh. it. Uh, I want to, uh, thank you, uh, for joining us today for this episode of Monster Dear Monster Cameron. Uh, I think it's time that we sign off. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's five minutes to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the metaphorical way, in the literal way here. Um, thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, it always is, but this one especially, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye, everyone.